that are examples to those out there that don't believe. Amen. To get on fire for Him. Amen. That's what the world needs. Amen. That's the only thing that will bring this world where it needs to be. Amen. That, that, that verse that talks about if we'll seek His face and we'll turn from our wicked ways, that's talking about the church. Amen. And He says He'll heal our land. Amen. And if we want to get back to where God wants us to be back as a country and as a nation, amen, then we'll have to turn our face back to God. Turn our face back to God. Let's pray today. Heavenly Father, God, we love you. God, we thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you, God. I, I can feel your presence in this place, God. Lord, I can feel you moving on hearts today, dear God, Lord, and I'm thankful for that, God. Lord, I'm thankful, God, for an opportunity today, dear God, to come into your house, God, to feel your presence, God, to learn more about you, God, to draw closer to you today, dear God. Lord, I ask you today, dear God, Lord, to put something on our hearts today, dear God, that will help us, God, Lord, draw closer to you, God. Lord, I know, God, Lord, that you're looking for a church, God, that is on fire and out there making a difference in the world, God. Lord, you're looking for a church, God, that's not sitting in its walls and hiding its light, God. You're looking for a church that's out there doing your work, God, Lord. And we ask you, God, Lord, to let that church be us tonight, God. Help us today, God, to do your will today in this place, God. Lord, just to light a fire and ignite a fire in this place, God, that will begin, Lord, in this place and will begin to spread out in this community, God, and spread out into our families, God, and begin to change things, God. Begin to turn this nation, God, back to where it once was, God. Help us, God, Lord, to be in your will tonight, God, and let your will be done, God. Bless the message, God, anoint it, God. Bless our teachers, God, and bless everyone here, God, and we'll give you all the glory, honor, and praise, Jesus. Amen. 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 We're going to dismiss our young people this time. We're going to have a seat. Amen. Excited to be in the house of God tonight. Excited to be able to share what God's laid on my heart tonight. And just uh, excited because Mark gets to go back there and teach the teens tonight. I am excited that he gets to go back there. And I hope they give him a little bit of what they give me sometimes. No, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I should have talk, talked to a few of them, right? I should have talked to a few of them. But yeah, Mark, Pastor Mark is a... Uh, Went back there and he's talking to our teens tonight. I'm excited about that. Just going to share a little bit of God's word with them and we're excited about that. Amen. Tonight we're going to be talking about still standing. Uh, we're going to be talking about Paul tonight. Uh, a while back, whenever we first started small groups in this church, uh, we start, in our, the small group that me and Heather was in at that time, we'd done an in-depth study of the book of Acts. And we studied through the book of Acts and it was a great small group, a great study but uh, I really uh, just became in awe of uh, Paul at that time and just his courage and his tenacity and his boldness. And uh, Paul was just, a, he was a dude, amen? He was just a dude. He was just uh, strong. He was bold. He was a fighter, amen? If you go back and read, you know, there was trial after trial that came against Paul, but Paul always was a fighter for God, and he was just a soldier, amen? A lot of the trials that come against Paul, any lesser man would have gave up. Amen. Any lesser man would have quit. Amen. Keith might have quit. Amen. Keith might have laid down. Amen. But Paul kept going. Amen. And if you do a study of Paul's life, I'm sure you'll begin to see how courageous he was and how bold he was. Today we're going to go over a couple of events in Paul's life, and I, I think you'll see some things in Paul's life that'll help you and encourage you to do as Paul did, to be bold and courageous in this world, even though when things are coming against us, because things are going to come against us. Amen. 
we're going to have things going to come against us. Amen. It's life. Amen. And as long as we're on this earth, things are going to come against us. Amen. But I believe that we can live our lives and we can count it all joy. Amen. And we can bring glory to God when those things come against us. Amen. I believe that's what Paul did. If you look at his life, he uh, brought glory to God. Amen. And uh, I think that we can do the same thing. We're going to start out in Acts 28, 3 through 5. And we're going to talk about a, a certain event with Paul. And it's a pretty cool uh, event with Paul. That Paul was out on a ship and Paul uh, was being uh, transferred over to Rome. Or, you know, uh, not transferred, but he was, he was being moved to Rome. And he was going to be in, tried by Caesar at that time. And uh, he was on his ship and he told them that the ship's going to crash, right? So they're going down and they're on the ship and the ship does crash, right, just like Paul says it was. And, uh, and they, uh, they, when the ship crashed, they all swam to land or they floated on board. Paul told them that everybody will survive, but we're going to lose everything. So they all got to the shore some way or another. They got there, and that's where we pick up in Acts 28, 3 through 5. The Bible says in 3, and when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on a fire, there came a viper, amen, a viper talking about a snake, amen, out of the heat and fastened on his hand. In other words, he got snake bit, right? And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hanging on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt, this man must be a murderer, whom they, though he had escaped the sea, vengeance suffered not to live. They thought this man must have done something really bad because here this man is, he had been in shipwreck, then he gets on land, now he's getting bit by a snake. They, must, they thought something's wrong with this guy. Everything's against him, right? But the Bible says in verse 5 that he shook it off. Amen. Say shake it off. Amen. Amen. He shook it off. Amen. He shook off the beast into the fire, and he felt no harm. I want to break down what was happening here. Paul's in a shipwreck. Amen. The Bible says Paul was in three different shipwrecks. Amen. How many of you have ever been in a shipwreck? Right? Right? Paul was in three of them, amen. Paul was in three of them, all right. Paul was in three different shipwrecks, all right. Paul is in a shipwreck, and while he was a prisoner, he's being transported to trial, right. So he gets in this wreck, and he swims or floats or does whatever he does, and he gets on land somehow. So what does Paul do? He sits down, and he starts sulking, right, and he starts blaming God. No, that's not what Paul does. The Bible says that Paul goes to work, amen, as soon as he gets on land, he doesn't sit on the bank and pout, amen, he doesn't blame God, amen, he doesn't tell all these people, look, I told you it was going to crash, I told you it was going to shipwreck or whatever, you know, he doesn't blame God, what Paul does, the Bible says, is he starts gathering wood, he starts working, amen, he starts working, he makes a fire, and the Bible says while he's there, while he's building this fire, a snake comes out, a viper, and bites him on the hand, amen, the snake itself would have done me in, right? I would have been gone. My wife can tell you that, amen? I am, I'm scared to death of snakes, amen? If there's a snake out in the road, I'm not going to go get a shovel. I'm going to get in the truck, and I'm going to run it over, amen? That's just what I do. I have been known to leave my wife outside when there was a snake, and I went in the house, amen? I, I don't like snakes, amen? Snakes are, snakes are literally from the devil, amen? Nothing... nothing Nothing without legs should be able to bite you and kill you. I just don't see how that should happen, right? But this story kind of sums up Paul's life, okay? Paul's working for God. He's doing work for God. He gets attacked by hell, right? But what does he do? He shakes it off, and he goes back to work, amen? He's working for God. He gets attacked. He shakes it off. He gets back to work, amen? If you go back and you read in 2 Timothy 3, 10 through 11, Paul teaches his young student Timothy here, 
In verse 10 it says, But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, purpose faith, long-suffering, charity, patience, persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, and Lystra, what persecutions I have endured, but out of them, out of them all, the Bible says, the Lord delivered me. Amen. Out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Amen. Out of every trial, out of every tribulation, out of everything that I've ever been through, the Lord delivered me from every one of them. Amen. Paul says, look, Paul says, Timothy, look, this is just what I do. Okay, this is what I do. I go out there, and I go out there, and I work, right? I show purpose. I have faith. I show charity, long-suffering. I share Jesus. I show love. All hell comes against me. I get through it, and I do it again. Amen. I go out there. I share the love of God. I go out there, and I share Jesus. I go out there, and I testify. I share what God's done for me. All hell comes against me. I just shake it off, and I do it again. Amen. That's what Paul says here. Anything that's ever been thrown at me, God delivered me from it. Amen. And what God's delivered me from, Paul tells you in his own words. If you go down to 2 Corinthians 11, 23 and 27, we learn a little bit about what Paul's been through. The Bible says, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more, and labor is more abundant, and stripes above measure, and prisons more frequent, and deaths often. In other words, he's been beat a lot. He's been in a lot of prisons, amen. Of the Jews, five times received by 40 stripes, save one. Five times he's been beat with 40 stripes on his back, whipped, whatever. Thrice I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. Three times this man was in the shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. And journeying often in pearls of water, in pearls of robbers, and pearls of mine own countrymen, and pearls of my heathen. That everybody's been against him, even his own countrymen, even people that he's known, they've been against him, beat him. The Bible says, by the heathen, and pearls of the city, and pearls of the wilderness, and pearls of the sea, and perils of among false brethren, and weariness, and painfulness, and watchings often, a hunger, and thirst, and fastings often, and cold, and in nakedness. Amen. He's been through some stuff. Amen. Paul has been through some stuff in his life. Amen. Paul said, I've been in prisons. Amen. I've been almost beat to death three times with rods. I was stoned. Amen. I've been shipwrecked three times. One time he spent a day and a night at sea out in the water, robbed, beat by his own people. He was lost. Amen. He was wore out. He had been in pain. Amen. He had been hungry. He was thirsty. He had been cold. He didn't have any clothes. Paul has been through some things. Amen. And today I want you to know when you read this, you may think, well, Paul is complaining. Amen. Here Paul is whining about all the things that he's been through. Amen. I don't think that's what he's saying at all. Amen. I think what Paul is saying, see, Paul was very strong and he was bold and he's courageous. Amen. And I think he was making a difference for the kingdom of God. Amen. He was making a difference for the kingdom of God. And because of that, Paul was a threat to hell. Amen. And because he was a threat to hell, he was targeted by hell. Amen. He was targeted by the enemy. Amen. I believe, saw, I believe we would all agree with that. Amen. I want you to tell you something a little bit different today. I had a thought. You know, I've always thought that Paul, you know, he was going through all this stuff and he was doing all this stuff for the kingdom of God, so he was always targeted by the enemy. He was always targeted by Satan. I always thought that, right? And I always thought that maybe hell was after him. But after I began to read and I began to read more in Acts and study a little bit about Paul, I began to see Paul wasn't the target. Amen? 
Hell was the target, amen? And it was Paul that was bringing the fight, amen? If you go back and bring the word, Paul always put himself in those situations, amen? Paul was the one bringing the fight to hell, amen? Paul was the one that was out there bringing that fight, amen? Paul suffered a lot, so a lot of things come up against him, but it was always Paul that put himself in those positions. It was Paul that never backed down, amen? It was Paul that kept moving forward, amen? It was Paul that kept doing all of these things, amen, putting himself in all of these things so that all those things would come against him, amen, because he was fighting against Satan and all of hell, amen? See, Paul's telling us that these things he's been through, amen, and a, a lot of people say, man, this guy's got such bad luck, amen, and we really need to feel sorry for this guy, but I believe if we read this, Paul, he gives us an account of all these sufferings he's been through. Amen. He reveals all these things he's been through, all these battle scars. He testifies to the fact that he's endured all these persecutions. He's been in all these battles, all this, but the Bible says, out of every one of them, the Lord delivered me. Amen. What we find today is that Paul was testifying. Amen. Paul was using his story. Paul was using the things he's been against to share that story. Amen. The things that came against Paul, Paul used them to reach out against more people. Amen. I believe what Paul was telling us here. See, I'm from where Shoals, and I talk a little bit different than most people. Amen. Well, I believe what Paul was saying, amen, is I'm still here. Amen. I've been through all these things. Amen. I've been through all these things. All these things come against me. Amen. But I'm still here. Amen, and I ain't going nowhere. Amen. I believe Paul said, I'm still here, and I'm still standing. Amen. Paul is announcing to all of these and to the enemy of his soul, amen, that I'm still here, and I'm still standing. Amen. Amen. There's some folks in this room that I know some stories about. Amen. They've been through some battles. Amen. There's some folks in this room that have been through some tribulations. They've been through some sufferings. There's people in this room that feel like all of hell's come against them. Amen. But I want you to know you're still here. Amen. You're still here and you're still standing. Amen. No matter what you've gone through, amen, you have something to declare. You're here and you're still standing. Amen. I saw some people walk into this church tonight and they felt a little bit like I did, like they've been beat down today, amen? Like they've been beat down, like some things have come against them today, amen? Like they had kind of a rough day and they barely made it here, amen? I want you to know you made it here, amen? You made it here. You're here and you're still standing, amen? You haven't quit yet, amen? You may feel like you have at times. A lot of times we feel like we've quit, amen, but we're still moving. And as long as we're still moving, we're still standing. And as long as you're still moving and still standing, you haven't been defeated. Amen. You haven't been defeated. You haven't been beaten. Amen. Paul said out of all of these, out of every one of these sufferings, out of all these trials and tribulations, the Lord delivered me. Amen. The Lord delivered me. Amen. There's something we have to understand about Paul. See, Paul was a warrior. Paul was a soldier, amen. He was a fighter, amen, from his head to his toes. See, Paul was not afraid of being attacked, amen. A lot of people cower from attacks, amen. A lot of people won't pray. A lot of people won't say, God, whatever it takes, all these things because they're afraid of being attacked, amen. Paul wasn't afraid of being attacked. He never backed down. He never backed down. Paul lived his life leaning into the fight, amen. We can learn a lot about that. See, Paul understood one thing. He was commissioned into the fight by the commander-in-chief, amen. He was commissioned into the fight by Jesus himself, amen. Paul understood that the blood that ran through his veins was covered in the blood that conquered death, amen. Paul understood that hell and the grave and all of those things that couldn't, couldn't take 
the life of his Savior. Amen. He understood that. Amen. Paul understood that his Savior held the keys to hell in his hands. Amen. So if hell was coming against him, his Savior had the keys. So what was it going to do against him? Amen. Amen. He wasn't going to back down. Paul was a soldier. Paul was bred for the battle. He understood and he lived his life on a spiritual battlefield. He took the fight to the enemy. Amen. He understood the enemy was ruthless. He understood that the enemy was dangerous, but he kept taking the fight to him. Amen. Paul also urged us in Ephesians 6 that we should never get caught without our armor on. Amen. He told us never to get caught without our armor on. He taught us that we had all these weapons at our disposal. Amen. We need to keep them, keep them close, but we need to lean into the fight. Amen. We need to lean into the fight. If you turn to 2 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, the Bible tells us, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Right. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in verse 4, No man that warreth entangled himself with the affairs of this life. Amen. That, that verse has been really eating at me this week. where It talks about that we shouldn't get uh, tangled up into the affairs of this life. Amen. A lot of time we get so entangled up in the things of this world. Amen. That we can't fight the enemy. Amen. We get so entangled into work and family. And I know we got to do all those things. Amen. But we don't have to be entangled in them. Amen. See, I love this passage and what Paul is telling us here today. saying that the things I've done, if you call yourself a follower, you need to do them too. Amen. Paul is saying here that the church doesn't need warm bodies. Amen. He's saying here that the kingdom of God doesn't need pew sitters, if you will. Amen. Right. He's saying here that the kingdom of God doesn't need people that just attend. Amen. He needs people, amen, that are willing to get into the fight. Amen. He needs people that are faithful men and women. People that are faithful, loyal, trustworthy, dependable, reliable, committed, devoted. That's what God needs, amen, in this fight. Amen. The Bible makes it clear that faithful men and women are hard to find. The Bible says in Proverbs 20 and 6, Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. Amen. There are a lot of people who talk about all the good they do, but a faithful man is hard to find. There are a lot of people that call themselves good, but when it comes down to it, it's hard to find a faithful person. It's hard to find a committed person. Paul understood that. Amen. He's talking to Timothy the one that he had taught, the one that he had kind of raised, if you will, and set him in motion in this church. But Paul, but Timothy was kind of wavering a little bit. So Paul's telling him, look, it's hard to find a faithful person. Amen? You've got to continue to lean into the fight. The things you've been taught, teach them. Amen? Amen. That's the mission of this church. Amen? Lead, teach, and encourage. Amen? We're supposed to pour into people. That's what Paul was doing here with Timothy. He was pouring into people. Too many are talking, too many are taking, and too many are not giving back. Amen. Paul's saying, listen, the things I poured into you, you need to pour into other people. Amen. The things that I've taught you, you need to teach other people. Amen. And that's the mission of this church. Lead them to Jesus. Teach the truth. Amen. And encourage them to go lead other people. Paul says that we need to endure hardness as a good soldier. Amen. Paul says we need to endure hardness as a good soldier. He's just letting us know. That, that being a Christian isn't a cakewalk. Don't ever let anybody tell you that being a Christian is a cakewalk. Amen. Don't ever let anybody tell you that it's going to be easy. Amen. 
Don't ever let anybody tell you that this is uh, for wimps, amen, because it's not. Amen, this is for faithful, devoted people, amen. Following Jesus isn't for wimps and quitters, amen. He's letting us know sometimes things aren't going to be easy. I want you to know that today. It, it seems, you know, it would seem a lot of times that it would be easy, but at times it's not. At times it can be downright difficult, amen. But that's just part of a soldier's life. We can expect it and be prepared for it, amen. amen. The Bible says that, that through much tribulation will we enter the kingdom of heaven, amen. We're going to go through some things on this earth. Paul added in verse 4, and we covered that a while ago, it says, No man that warreth entangled himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen to be a soldier. Listen to this today, that we were all chosen and saved to be a soldier. Amen. Amen. Chosen and saved to be a warrior. Amen. Listen, I want you to know today, no matter what TV evangelists tell you, amen, no matter what you hear preachers of all these big churches and all the... No matter what they tell you, I want you to know today you were not saved to be blessed, happy, and, and just prosperous, okay? And listen, you can be saved and be happy and prosperous in God, amen? But I want you to know today that things are going to come against you, and you're going to have to be a warrior in God, amen? You ever saw that video a, a while back? There was this video of this lady, and this reporter comes up and asks her. She says, he's, this reporter asked this woman, says, the weather's real bad. What are you going to do with this bad weather? What are you going to do in this bad weather? And she says, well, I'm just going to cook some soup, eat some bread and some desserts and get all fat and sassy. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? That could be my life theme. That could be my slogan. Amen. I'm just going to eat and get all fat and sassy. That's what I, but, but a lot of times I think that's how we try to do in Jesus. Amen. We just want to eat and get all fat and sassy. Amen. We just want to eat and just sit down and, you know, enjoy all the blessings. Amen. God, I'm saved. Bless me. Amen. God, I came to church today. Bless me. Amen. If that's what you're thinking, I want you to know it won't take you long to figure out that's not the case. Amen. We were chose to be a soldier in a very real war against heaven and hell. Amen. A sheep, yes. A follower, yes. A son, a daughter, a heir. Amen. All of that's true. But we're also soldiers. We're also warriors, amen? This last scripture says you aren't going to be able to fight the good fight if you're all wrapped up in the affairs of life, amen? A lot of times we misread that scripture, amen? This, this scripture doesn't say, Danny, put that verse 4 back up there if you will, buddy. That verse 4 that talks about war. It says, not that one. <laughs> it was a, a second, yeah, second Timothy, verse 4. Two, it was 2 4. There you go, look at her. Right? It says, No man that warreth entangled himself with the affairs of life. Amen. With the affairs of life. I want you to know a lot of times we misread that and we look at that as getting entangled with sin. Amen. This, this doesn't even mention sin. I want you to know that this is talking about entangled in the things of this life. Amen. Entangled of this life. Just living, everyday life living. Amen. Listen, we live in this world, amen, and we aren't going to be able to escape the affairs of this life. We've got to go to work, amen. We've got to do all of these things, amen. But we can't get so entangled in them that we become so worldly that we lose our effectivity. 
Amen. That we lose our ability to fight our enemy. Amen. See, when we become so wrapped up in the things of this world, we disqualify ourselves from being effective for Jesus. Amen. Whenever we get so entangled in this world and all these things in this world wrap around us, right? And we got to do this and we got to be there and we got to get rich. Amen. And we got to, you know, be famous and we got to be successful and we got to have all of this stuff. Amen. Then we can't be effective for Jesus. Amen. Paul understood to be effective, to be a soldier for Jesus, we had to live here, right? We had to live here, but we, our, our, heart, our, our bodies had to be here, but our souls had to live beyond here, amen? The first part of effectively living for Jesus and being a soldier is to understand that even though we must live our lives in this world, we're not of this world, amen? And even though we must live here, we don't live for here, amen? If you live for Jesus, you may live in this world, but you don't live for this world. Amen. You live for things that are beyond this world. Amen. You may live here, but you don't live for here. Amen. The more you live for eternity. Amen. We don't live for now. We live forever. Amen. Paul taught us in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27, Know ye not, they which run the race, all but one receiveth the prize. Amen. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they that do it obtain a corruptible crown. Amen. But we an incorruptible. Amen. In other words, the people that run the race for the things of this world will receive a temporary crown. Amen. But our crown will last forever. Amen. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so fight. I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjections lest I by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be cast away. Amen. I want you to know today that the pleasures of this world are fun, but they won't last. Amen. They're temporary. Amen. The pleasures of this world are fun. Amen. But I want you to know they're fleeting. Amen. And you'll have to chase other things. Amen. The things that we're chasing, the success, the high, the pleasure, all these things won't last. All that lasts in this world is your relationship with God. That's the only thing in this world that will last. I believe what Paul is saying, that I'm, I'm, I'm not satisfied with chasing the things of this world. Amen. I'm chasing things beyond this world. So I believe Paul is also talking to the church here today. Amen. I believe he's not, also, I believe he's not only talking to the unbeliever here. I believe he's talking to the church here. Amen. The one that's living for the world. Amen. So I want you to know that this letter was written to the church. It wasn't written to unbelievers. Amen. This letter was written to the church. Paul is saying, I'm also not satisfied with just being a pew sitter. Amen. I'm not satisfied with being a lukewarm Christian. Amen. I'm not satisfied with being a Sunday morning Christian. Amen. I'm determined that no matter what hell throws at me, I'm going to continue to fight the good fight. Amen. And I'm not sitting down. Amen. I'm still standing. Paul said, I'm going to continue to run the race. Amen. Things kept coming against Paul, but Paul continued to run the race. Amen. And, uh, and he said, I'll win. Why? Because everything I do, I'll continue to run that race and reach for that prize. Amen. He, but Paul said he would fight. He'll fast. He'll discipline his body. Amen. He'll sacrifice. He'll study. He'll pray. He'll worship when he don't feel like it. Amen. He'll go to church when he don't feel like it. Amen. He'll give when he doesn't feel like it. Amen. He'll do all these things. He'll love when he don't feel like he can love. He'll share Jesus even when he's struggling. Paul's saying, I'll continue to run the race. I'll continue to do all these things. Amen. He said, I'll forget what's behind me. 
and I'll live stretched out for what's before me. Amen. Paul didn't live for the things that were behind him. Amen. He lived for the things that were ahead of him. That's who Paul was. Amen. Paul understood that the sufferings of this world are not worthy to be compared to the glory that is before us. Amen. He was attacked by his own people. He was stoned. He was left for dead. He was lost at sea. He was hunted like a dog. He was stripped and publicly beaten and humiliated. He was kicked around. Amen. He was misused and abused. He was imprisoned uh, on many occasions. But no matter what he went through, it never ended with Paul hiding in a corner. It never ended with Paul crying. It never ended with Paul feeling sorry for himself. Amen. It never ended with Paul blaming God. It never ended with Paul pouting. Amen. I never read about Paul sitting down and putting a pacifier in his mouth. Amen. I never read about Paul complaining at all. Amen. Paul was beaten so bad people thought he was dead. What did he do? He got up and he went back in the city. Amen. If you remember that. He went back to work. Paul never gave up. He never backed down. He never quit. Every time we read about Paul's struggles, he always adds a, ta ta a tagline at the end. It says, but out of all of them, the Lord delivered me. Amen. Paul said, I'm still standing. I believe that's what Paul was saying. He said, I'm still here and I'm still standing. Amen. See, I believe that there's probably a lot of people that's been beat down this last year. Amen. There's probably a lot of people in this room that's went through some things this past year. Amen. You've been beat down by this cruel world. You've had battle after battle, trial after trial. Amen. Today you need to get in your heart that you're still here. Amen. Today you need to get in your heart that you're still standing. Amen. Today you need to listen. Look, as long as you're still standing, as long as you're still here, you're still fighting. Amen. As long as you're still standing, you're still here and you need to keep going. Amen. You're still in the fight. Amen. You haven't gave up. Amen. You may be struggling. Amen. You may be beat down. You may feel like quitting at times, amen, but you're still here and you're still standing, amen. You need to continue to give God the glory. As long as you're standing, you need to keep praising God, amen. As long as you're standing and as long as you're breathing, you need to continue to praise God, amen. As long as you're still living, you need to keep, continue to praise God, amen. You may never have been beat down with rods. You may never have been almost put to death as Paul was. You may never have been stoned. You may never have been shipwrecked. Amen. You may never have been held up or robbed, but every one of us has been through something. Amen. Every one of us has been through something. And guess what? You went through it. Amen. You've been through it. Amen. And you need to praise God for it. Amen. Because you're still here and you're still standing. I looked up and you know, in this, on this earth, over 56 million people die every year. 56 million people on this earth die every year. There's two people on this planet that die every second. Amen. You're still here. You're still here and you're still standing. Amen. You got something to praise God for. Amen. Someone may have hurt you this year, right? But you're still here. You may have lost your job this year, but you're still here. Amen. You may be flat broke. Amen. But you're still here. Amen. You may have fought health bottle, battles. Amen. Right? And you thought at times you weren't going to make it. Guess what? You made it. You're still here, amen. You may still be fighting health battles, amen, but you're still here, amen, you're still here. You may be struggling with depression, but guess what? You're still here, and you're still standing, amen. 
I don't know why in the world people in this church aren't shouting, amen. I feel like the microphone's off, amen. I feel like this thing is not working, amen. But I want you to know today, uh, amen, that you're still here. Even if you're facing all of these things in life, amen, you haven't gave up, amen. You're still here, amen, amen, amen. I don't know why in the world at times we're so timid to praise God. I don't know why in the world we're so timid to raise our hands and give God the glory. I don't know why in the world we're so afraid to shout out hallelujah. God, I know I've been through some things, God, but I'm still here. Amen. Amen. God, I know I've been through some troubles in this world. Amen. But I'm still standing. Amen. We all got reasons to praise God. We've all been through some things, amen. There's not a person in this room that this past year they haven't been through some things, amen. You may look at them and say, well, they ain't been through what I've been through, amen. But they've been through their own battles, amen. But they're still here and they're still standing. We've all got reasons to praise God. We've all got reasons to shout, amen. We've all got reasons to raise our hands and give God the glory, amen. See, a lot of times I think we forget what God's delivered us from. Amen. We're so caught up in the battle that we're in right now that we forget about the battle that God already delivered us from. Amen. Right? Maybe the situations you're in right now have made you forget about the situations that God's already delivered you from. Amen. A lot of times we're so caught up in circumstances that we forget about all the things that God's done for us. Amen. You know what that is? A circumstantial fate. Amen. If you're if you get so caught up in the circumstances of the day's world, and you're so caught up in that, and that dictates how you praise God. If that dictates how you give glory to God, then you don't have real faith. You've got circumstantial faith, amen? Your faith and your belief in God is all dictated by your circumstances, amen? We've got to get past that, amen? We, have, we all have a reason to give God the glory, amen? God's delivered us all from something, amen? He's delivered us all from something. I've said this many, many, many times, amen, that last time that, God, that you were in something and you thought this was the worst thing ever, amen, this is the worst thing I've ever been through, amen, but you went through it and you got through it. And then we get to this new thing, right, and this is the worst thing I've ever been through. This is the worst problem I've ever had. But guess what? God got you through the worst thing you ever went through last time. Amen. He'll get you through the worst thing you're going through right now. Amen. See, we've all been through those problems where you think, man, this is awful. I don't know how in the world. But then we can look back and say that had to be God. That had to be God. And you wonder, you say, why do I keep going through all of these things? Why do I have to keep going through all of these problems in this life? Sometimes we need to be reminded that God is still God. Amen. Sometimes we need to be reminded that God's still in control. See, a lot of times we forget that God's in control. Amen. And we start looking to our own self for the, for the fixes, amen. But God's still got these things, amen. Sometimes we need to be reminded that we may have been bitten, but we're not beat, amen. Sometimes we need to understand that we may have been kicked, but we're still kicking, amen. We, we may have been knocked down, but we didn't stay down, amen. That was a good song at one time, amen. I get knocked down, but I get up again, amen. Some of y'all should be shouting about that, amen. Right, some of y'all may have been attacked, right. Some of y'all may feel like you've been to hell and back but you're still here and you're still standing, amen? It's time to do what Paul did. Paul shook it off, amen? If I could sing that song, shake it off, I would sing it, amen? Paul shook it off and he got right back to work, amen? There's no time to sit around and think about all the things we've been through. There's no time to sit on a stool, sit on a chair, and put our pacifier in our mouth and have a pity party, amen? We need to have the same sense of urgency that Paul had, amen? There's work to be done. I think so many times we get so caught up in our own problems that we forget that we were called to do work in this world. 
Amen. We get so caught up in our own problems. We get so caught up and entangled in the affairs of this life that we forget we're supposed to be out there spreading hope. Amen. We forget we're supposed to be out there slinging hope, right? We're supposed to be out there sharing our story. Amen. The Paul said, look, if I'm all beat down, amen, who among us is there to lift you up? Amen. So if we're out there and we're in the world and we're the church and we're Christians and we're so beat down and we're so depressed and we don't have any happiness, we don't have any joy, we've got these sad faces, amen, and we're going up to people and say, you ought to come go to church with me this Sunday. It don't do nothing for me, but maybe it'll help you. <laughs> right? <laughs> amen. I'm still as sad as I've always been, and I'm still as beat down as I've always been, but there's hope there, right? There, there, there's hope there, right? Amen. Who, who in the world are we going to win like that? Amen? Then people thinking, I was already depressed. I don't need to be more depressed. Amen? Amen. We need to get out there and spread the love. Amen? Right? There, there are family members and loved ones out there that don't know Jesus. Amen? There's people out there that are dying and going to hell, and we're caught up in our own problems. Amen? We can't afford to lay down. We can't afford to quit. Amen? We can't afford to sit on a pew in a, leak, in a lukewarm state handing out dead, dry religion when the world needs Jesus. Amen? We tell people to come to church, and they come to church, and they, we all look depressed in here. Amen? We look like we're in a funeral home, and people are saying, I thought this church was on fire. I thought you said that this church was on fire for Jesus. Amen? And I believe that the church needs to be on fire so people will move. Amen? Right, but we need to. We need to. We need more of Jesus. Amen. Pastor Ron, that guy right there, talked about the, being a house of bread. Amen. And this is the house of bread. Amen. But when people come, they need to find bread. Amen. They need to find Jesus. Amen. And if we're so caught up in our own problems, Amen. And all they're going to see is just sad people. Amen. And they're going to get so caught up in that, Amen, that they might not find Jesus. Amen. We've all felt disappointment. We've all been hurt. We've all been frustrated. We've all been angry. We've all been confused. Amen. We've all felt that we're not making any progress. Amen. But I want you to know today, you're still here and you're still standing. Amen. We need to let the past be the past and we need to move forward. We don't let the things in the past derail us. We don't need to let the things in the past stick us where we're at. Amen. We need to keep moving forward. Amen. When I get the worship team to come on up tonight and we're going to worship and we're going to pray tonight as we leave here tonight. Amen. They're going to sing a song. It's one of my favorite songs. I love the song. It's about just speaking Jesus over situations and circumstances in our life. Amen. And I believe we need to do that. Amen. I believe we need to just begin to speak Jesus. Amen. To begin to pray and worship and just speak Jesus over the situations and the circumstances that's come against us. As I said, I know, and I'm not making light, I know some people in this room that are in some real struggles. I've known some situations that some people are going through, some real health battles, some family issues, some job issues. I know some real issues that people are facing in here. I'm not making light of that, amen. We all go through real issues, amen. But I believe we need to start letting Jesus be Jesus, amen. Letting God be God in those situations, amen. We get so bogged down by those situations that we forget to praise Jesus, amen. We forget to worship Jesus, amen. And that just takes us and it beats us down, amen. Listen, we're all going to go through problems in this life, but that doesn't mean that we don't continue to worship Jesus in those problems, amen? In those problems that we go through, we continue to speak Jesus over every attack, every trial that we face, amen? Every attack. There used to be a lady I used to go to church with, 
and she used to tell us that, you know, in, time, in this world, at times, you know, we go through problems and we get sometimes where we, we can't even feel Jesus. There's sometimes in this world where we don't even know if Jesus is still with us. Amen. You know, we're like, man, I've been going to church and I haven't felt Jesus in a while. You know, and I've been struggling and I've really been struggling and I can't feel Jesus around me. And this lady said, if you'll just begin to speak the name of Jesus. If you'll begin to just say Jesus, amen. I want you to know today, Jesus will not deny you of his presence if you ask for it. If you ask for Jesus to come on the scene and you really, really, really seek him, amen, Jesus will let you feel his presence and he'll let you feel that peace in your heart if you're really seeking him. So today we're just going to ask to seek Jesus in all these situations that we've been through, amen, these situations in your life that's got you beat down, amen. Just begin to speak Jesus over that. Amen. And let's just be determined that we'll seek the will of God. Amen. In our lives. Amen. And help us get out of that slump that we get in at times. Amen. That slump where this world is just beating us down so much. And we'll just begin to speak Jesus over those situations. Amen. And we'll begin to feel the presence of God. Amen. And I just know that that's what's going to fix the things. Amen. That we're fighting against. Amen. We need the presence of Jesus. Amen. I believe in this church, Brother Ron, I talked about it Sunday, as I said, we need more of Jesus. Amen. We need a manifestation of his presence. Amen. We need the presence of God so thick in this church that when people come in, they can feel that presence. Amen. Amen. But that, you know what that's going to take, right? That's going to take us seeking. That's going to take us praising. That's going to take us worshiping. Amen. I want to ask you a question today. How many of you have got lost loved ones that are, don't know Jesus? Amen. You can raise your hand, right? Well, let me ask you a question. If you invite them to church next week, next Wednesday night, and they come here and they, they don't feel Jesus, amen, you got them to finally come. But what if they didn't even feel Jesus, amen? But what if we would begin to praise God and Jesus would begin to move on lives, amen? Just think about that, how that could change their whole situation, amen? would change their whole situation. Amen. Me and Paul, me and uh, Paul, <laughs> me and Mark, we talk all the time about how to grow the church. Amen. How to get more people to attend. How to get our own people to attend. Amen. How to how to get more people to come and all that stuff. And and, and the answer is, is just Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. Amen. So I believe the answer is within us. I really believe that. I believe if we'll get on fire for God, Somebody once said that if you'll set yourself on fire, people will come watch. Amen. And that's true. If you go out there on 25 out there and you set yourself on fire in the media, the cars are going to stop. Amen. And they're going to find out what's going on. I guarantee it. But I guarantee that if we'll get on fire for Jesus, amen, I believe people will come. And I believe our lost loved ones will come see Jesus. Amen. I believe the ones that we're praying for, amen, they'll come into a relationship with Jesus. But we got to get out of our comfort zone. We got to get out of being so entangled on the affairs of this life, like Paul said. We got to stop worrying about our own self so much. Amen. I don't know if I can say that or not without throwing somebody throwing something at me. Amen. But we got to start worrying more about praising God and lifting up His name. Amen. Than worrying about our own problems at times. Amen. We need to begin to pray, praise God because I tell you, praise is contagious. I've seen that in church services. I've seen people begin to praise God. 
I've seen people begin to clap, and I've seen it start just going all throughout the church. And before you know it, Jesus is just blessing, and the Holy Ghost is moving. The altars are filling, and people are just getting saved. And it all started with an act of obedience. Somebody began to worship God. Somebody began to praise God. Somebody got out of their comfortable zone and stopped worrying about what everybody else was thinking. And they began to call out the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm going to pray today and we're going to lower these lights so that nobody's looking around. And then we're just going to begin to worship today. If you're struggling, the altars are always open. If, if you don't have anything to pray about, amen, just pray for this church, amen, that the presence of God would just manifest itself in a greater way in it, amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, we love you. God, we thank you, Jesus, for all that you are, God. God, we thank you, God, for all that you do, God. Lord, we love you so much today, dear God. Lord, we thank you, God, for your word and your reminder today, dear God, Lord, that even though we're beat down at times, God, even though we've been through a lot of things, God, even though, you know, at times, God, this world just feels like it's just killing us, God, we're still here. We're still standing. We're still able to give you praise, God. We still have a voice, God. We still have breath in our body, God. Lord, and you're still giving us the opportunity today, dear God, to worship you, God. You're still giving us an opportunity today, dear God, to give you the glory, God. You're still giving us an opportunity, God, to lift your name up, God. Lord, every day, God, that we're left here on this earth, God, and you haven't taken us away, God, we have an opportunity, God, to give you glory, to give you praise, God, and to lead other people to you, God. That's why we're here, God, not to get so entangled in our own lives, God, Lord. We're going to have to live our lives, God, but not to get so entangled in those things, God, that we forget to give you glory and forget to worship you, God, and forget to love people and forget to, Lord, tell people about you, Jesus. Lord, I ask today, God, if there's anybody in this building, God, that's struggling, God, Lord, I ask you to give them courage, Lord, to seek you today, God. If there's anybody in here, Lord, that's hurting, God, Lord, that's in pain physically, God, emotionally, God, depressed, whatever it is in their lives, God, that you would give them the courage, God, to seek you in this place, God. You're the only answer, God. You're the only answer, God. Lord, nothing in this world, God, will be able to deliver us from all of those problems, God. You're the only one, God. So I ask you today, God, to give us the courage, God, to seek you, God. The Bible says, seek you while you may be found, God. I believe you're in this place, God. I believe your presence is here, God. Lord, I just ask, God, that you give us the courage, God, to reach out to you today, dear God. To reach out to you, God, and grab a hold to you, God. Lord, and then when we do, God, I ask you to turn your face to us, God. Lord, we give you all the glory, God. Amen and amen. Let's all just worship and begin to pray if we can.